the audio. Word. Man, things have changed around here. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. <laughs> little bit. Man, you know, it's uh, it used to just be so simple. We just walk in. Yeah, sit down. Fresh off the streets. Right. Start talking about shit. Yeah, now we got lights and cameras and <sighs> extra things. But, you know, I guess that's what progress looks like. Right. You right. know, it's crazy, man. But uh, it's exciting. Actually. Yeah, I'm excited for people to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been moments when I've looked at it and I was like, now I get it. Yeah. This is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Prior to that, I was like, why? Yeah, yeah. Now I get it. You know, this is going to be cool. And, you know, I tweeted today that the worst case scenario is I learned how to produce a weekly show right you know what's the worst that could come of that right. that's you a know. skill that's very experience yeah multiple cameras audio video this is like uh, editing yeah people get paid for this kind of shit yeah. you know and it's like hey another skill in the skill you know set mm-hmm. um, but yeah how you doing today man i'm good man you know working my ass off really you know i mean it's fun work it's good work i'm enjoying the work yeah you know but it's still work What'd I tell you about them jobs? Hey, man, it's still work. Dang, nothing but work. Yeah, you know what? And also, like, I've I've gotten off my beat making schedule. I gotta I gotta pick up. I gotta pick back up this weekend. You know, I've what? Only me too. Made, I only made one this week. Me too. Yeah, I ain't made a beat since I seen, since we was last talking about it. Oh, okay. I, I, well, you've been writing a book, so yeah. I, mean, right, was, I miss making beats, man. Hey, man, you gotta prioritize things, uh, man. I'm I'm at the editing stage of the first book. Okay. So my goal is to drop two books this year. Ah. That's why things are getting pushed back a little bit. Well, yeah, because you writing a book. That's, yeah. That's a whole nother level of thought. I got like two of them that are in the editing stages. Okay. And, uh, you know, the first draft is done, which is now I'm just like, first I was like, yeah, I'm just going to get out one this year. But I was like, wait a minute, if I just do this X, Y, and Z to this one, take a week, this will be at the editing stage and I can get it to somebody to edit and then. It could be out. And I'm like, why not just drop two joints this year? Yeah, double, double it up. Come on, man. Double fist them. Then hit them with a record, too. Grinding. <laughs> this is what it looks like. <laughs> two books on that ass. Yeah. Don't let me do it. Yeah. The confidence is going to be insane. <laughs> what can you tell a man who dropped two books in the first six months of the year? Not a damn thing. Man, I'm going to climb a mountain next. I'm going to do something <laughs> wild. Some wild ass shit. Go catch a crocodile with my bare hands. Just... What can you tell me, man? Yeah. Don't let me finish this shit. Right. I got to do it, though. I got to do it because now I'm speaking it into existence. Yep. Now everybody looking for the books. Brent, where's the books? Brent, Brent. Uh, what had happened was. <laughs> well, uh. <laughs> See, I had high hopes, but, uh, you know, some shit came up. Right. Dog ate my books. Right. Nah, but that ain't happening, man. I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to do it. 2000 grind team. We talked about it. This is the year you put in more work. Yeah. This is the year you gotta go back to like extra extra work. Yeah, the fundamentals of this shit, man. And uh, you know, we we've been uh talking to our fans more, mm-hmm. and uh, the social media shit is is kind of cracking. Yeah, it's popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 Instagram. If y'all are on Instagram and don't follow us yet, uh, follow us at uh, Instagram.com uh, Super Duty underscore Tough Work. So Super Duty underscore tough work follow us there help us get our motherfucking likes up man yeah and and now you can hit us up on the youtube tell them youtube is coming youtube tell them dog (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> the YouTube page. Oh my God. The channel. We got social media now. Yo, for real. Just a year ago, we didn't care. Yeah. We, we 360. Didn't, come on, we didn't have Instagram a year ago. Right. We barely had Twitter. I think I just started like a year ago. We was just like, whatever, man. We yeah. don't care. Yeah. Just, just go to start to pop. Yeah. People are looking specifically for this podcast. So we have to bring the excellent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every week, excellent content. So uh, this week, you know, on the Instagram, had you have been there, mm-hmm. you would have saw that I posted asking for topic suggestions. Mad topics given. Yes. They hit us with dozens. <laughs> Multiple. Yes. Great topics, too. Topics that we're going to be covering for a while. So keep it up. We appreciate y'all. Everybody who follows us on Instagram. Uh, continue giving us those topics. But this week's topic was one from Instagram. Mm. And it was about battle rap. Ah. Uh. We love battle rap. Uh, we don't get to talk about it. No, nah, we don't. Talk, we talk about it off air a lot. Uh, right, because you know we don't saying? know how people feel about it. Right, but the people know we have a history mm-hmm. in battle rap. Yeah, and they want to know what we feel about it. Yeah. So this is gonna be the battle rap episode. Yes, from A to Z. I'm excited about. We're this gonna one. get deep into the, the fucking trenches about our past. Mm-hmm. You know how we came up. And what we think about it right now, we're going to talk about everything, all the stories you always wanted to hear, (laughs) all the things that people want to know. This is going to be the official battle rap episode, y'all. Yeah. And uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Okay, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. We back in this motherfucker, man. So yeah, this is the official battle rap episode yeah we've had the the real estate episode <laughs> the definitive joint right you know and this is going to be our battle rap episode man so those who know our history mm. and we have fans of all ages we have some fans who are you know 20 25 years old and they weren't necessarily around right when we were battling yeah um and so like you know this comes from a, a question so I'll, I'll describe like we're gonna we're gonna break this into three parts we're gonna talk about what battling was when we first started mm-hmm. when we first came up on the scene that's gonna be part one part two we're gonna talk about our participation in it yeah and our highlights and, and things of that nature and then we're gonna talk about you know what what battle rap is right now mm. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a fun conversation. Yeah, it's going to be good. So yeah. I'm going to get it started with like my earliest memories of battle rap. My earliest memories of battle rap would probably be uh, the, the the Groove Shack. Yes. 
the Groove Shack, for those who don't know, it was a it was a record store in Columbus. It's very small record store. Small record store, like the size of this kitchen. Yeah. Or my living room. Mm-hmm. And this record store used to have basically what was an open mic, mm-hmm. but it was a hip hop open mic, which meant it was for MCs. None of that singing shit or nope. bringing instruments. No. Nope. It was just a room, a tight room with a DJ on the turntables. And, you know, in a record store and just mad rappers. Mike and a mic. And one mic. One mic. Not two, one. Mm. There was no sign up. Nah. There was none of that shit. There was no, hey, I reserved a spot. I'm bringing my own <laughs> instrumentals. Right. None was of that. None of that. This was in like 90, I think it might have started 94, 95. Yeah. I was like 13, 14 when I was going. Right. Now, this is this started with Columbus. This is, this is Columbus hip hop history right here because- the thing about the Groove Shack that made it so special was that for whatever reason, however it happened, this open mic ended up being shown on public access television. Yeah, that's how I got my mom to take me because I told her <laughs> I was going to be on TV. Right. <laughs> and so you could imagine putting any open mic on TV locally is going to make it popular. But this open mic got even more popular because it was so fucking competitive. <sighs> Dog. It was a room full of younger cats, older cats, hungry, that, hungry, straight up battling for the gusto. Yeah, I was going to school in Springfield at the time. Mm. I think I was home one weekend and I caught the tail end of it on public access. Uh-huh. And I went back and told everybody, like, yo, <laughs> yo, I got to go to this next time. I'm yeah. in Columbus. So I think maybe some months later, I ended up visiting the same weekend it was going on. I went to the Groove Shack and it was as advertised. Mm-hmm. It was just, I got there at the, no, the first time I went, I got there at the very end. Oh, okay. The first thing I see is copyright mm-hmm. at age probably 15 yep. or 14, destroying a dude who was maybe 20, 25 <laughs> years old, who challenged him, uh-huh. destroyed him. Same thing for Kamu. It was just the sidewalk after the open mic ended oh, inside. God. The sidewalk was packed for another hour yep. full of cats just ciphering and battling mm-hmm. that's all it was some battles might go back and forth two three times some it might just be one guy crushing a guy and that's it yeah that's it he doesn't have any rebuttal nope when i saw this i was like holy shit yeah this is real rap yeah and and i was freestyling me and inkwell were freestyling in but we didn't know that level existed mm-hmm. we were just we we were listening to dope rap but we didn't know there were that many dope motherfuckers in columbus right and seeing like young Camus, young copyright, you know, mm-hmm. all these guys and, and like intellect mm-hmm. and, and, and Riz Ray yep. from spirit, all of these guys who used to just like run the shit. Yeah. They were like the police of the open mic and they policed it through their skill. Yeah. Anybody who was out of pocket got served. Yep. Easy. Easy. Like it, no, no question. No, you would get served up and yeah. that was it. Yeah. There was no like none of this polite shit. You only got the mic passed to you if you had killed it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you would get it the first time. You had to know somebody. Yeah. Really, because you couldn't even get it unless you knew somebody and came every week. And that was kind of that was my first introduction to battle rap. And then months later, I, I saw Camus and Pete battling motherfuckers at the expo. <laughs> Like they were on stage, they performed, and then they were yelling at somebody in the crowd, like, oh yeah, what up? Okay, cool, we can take this shit outside and battle. I was mm. like, oh shit, it's yeah, going it was down. Real. <laughs> it was real back then, right? Though. It was very real. That was that was my first introduction to battling 
I had never really battled anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew what it was. Obviously, I was a fan, but I was and I could freestyle a little bit. Mm-hmm. We were just starting to consider recording demos at this point. We were the guys who could rap, but we couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's my first memory of, of battle. rap. Yeah. See, luckily, I grew up literally around the corner from Camus. So I do Camus and copy coming up. So that's how I got in and got the mic because they knew I could <laughs> rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they would they would give me the mic every now and then. And I got to display my skills and we would freestyle just in my um I had a I lived in a double back then and I had a karaoke machine upstairs. Everybody had to Yeah, and we would we would we I still got some of the tapes. Nice. And um we would um we just freestyle and you know what I'm saying and, and just rap, you know what I'm saying, all day. So when I would go, because I told my mom I was like maybe 14, maybe 14. And um, I told my mom, like, look, like if I go down here, you know, I can be on TV rapping, <laughs> you know, and she would drop me off. Like I'm 14 years old. She dropping me off down on campus to rap, to rap. You now, know what I'm saying what I want to interject, because people need to understand what campus is now versus then. Oh, hell no. It ain't nothing like it. Was, <laughs> nah, it was hood. Yes. Hood sent like cats yes. was getting snuffed. Yes. On campus. Yeah. This, back was, then. this was back when campus was like one of the most dangerous places in the city. Hell yeah. Now it's like one of the most rich places in the state. <laughs> yeah. Like that same area has the highest concentration of wealth in the entire state of Ohio. That's crazy. It's insane. Right. But back in those days. Yeah. I, I'm a South Sider. You know, we didn't fuck around. Oh, with yeah. the north nah. <laughs> nope. this was like remember that Nas line he was like you know when I was young and used to stay that out of town niggas chased us Yeah, like anybody who grew up in a city like Columbus knows what it was like to be on the wrong side of town to get chased oh hell yeah so like south side people didn't fuck with the north nope north didn't fuck with the south and then, and then you had the inner city yeah you that, had the west side yeah the west side well, you didn't go out there like that yeah no you get chased yeah it, it went down <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I just remember just going up there and just rapping and having fucking fun you know what i'm saying and seeing myself on tv the next week you know yeah. hoping that i made the cut <laughs> to get on tv because everybody that rapped up there didn't make it to the show right you know what I'm saying? Right. They edited that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So every now and then I'd see my, you know, see my little freestyle and see my little verses. It was it was fun. It was fun as hell. That's you know, dope. meeting the funk friends, meeting like all of the all of the legends, meeting spirit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Meeting Storm. All of those cats like really, really diving into what hip hop was in Columbus and realizing that it was way bigger than I I even imagined it was. Oh, totally. And and so like and so in terms of Columbus, like you, Logic and I, we got the same shared experience, mm. you know, in terms of like the first place we kind of seen this thing become real battle rap in. And the thing, too, that people got to understand is back then you had to be able to freestyle. Yeah. Off the top of the head. Right. Right. Not there, a written throwaway verse off the top. Yep. And and not to suggest that there weren't guys who had good writtens back then. Oh, yeah. Everybody it was did. just that you're you were gonna get tested at some point Mm -hmm. every mc and every crew got tested at some point until you made your way up the hierarchy Mm -hmm. and then you would stop getting tested and then you would just kind of you know what i'm saying you you was part of the you was was part part of the the circle you was part of the garden and now you could regulate yeah but until then you got tested and people knew what you were made of you had to be able to swing your fucking sword Mm -hmm. and you had to be able to freestyle so when i saw that and i was like i went to to um Group Shack twice. The second mm. time I caught it all. I sat on the couch and I was like, okay, now now I'm seeing like 
just classic shit with like RZA and Camus going back and forth. And both of them sound like these like Feral Monch and, and Busta Rhymes. Just like, yeah. yeah, the most insane styles and patterns I ever heard. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I got to start getting better at this. Yeah, if I want to do this. Yeah, if I want to yeah. do this. And that's when I think I started really thinking, okay, in addition to making beats, rhyming, mm-hmm. you got to be able to freestyle just so that you can hold yours mm-hmm. when the time comes. When the time is right, Not, yeah. And whereas some people say like, oh, I'll never have to know. You knew you would get tested in Columbus. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You knew it. There was no question. No, and then so like some of the secondary memories I have are of now the organized battles. Mm-hmm. So like we had the open mics like that where this was kind of like, I mean, obviously this is way before Eight Mile and all that shit kind of mm-hmm. popularized it. But we had the open mics, but then you also had like organized battles. Yeah, This is when... The, the 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 guys who were really polished came out yeah, the guys of the guys yeah, yeah. because you may or might not have to bite anybody at the open mics typically you just wouldn't get the mic right and the dudes who got mad would just get served they mm-hmm. would get the rap when they battled somebody <laughs> and got chewed up right but the battles the organized battles is where it really went down so like the the columbus expo battle <sighs> That's when I first saw Illogic. Yeah. My first con- first time I saw Illogic, where well, he was, what, 15? Yeah. He was in the Columbus. 15, 16. 15, yes. 16, in the Columbus Expo battle, which was the Columbus Expo was thrown in the Columbus Expo Center. Mm-hmm. And it was just the Columbus Hip Hop Expo. Um, and it was kind of like Columbus's version of the Scribble Jam. Yeah. And I think it started the year before Scribble Jam started. Um, and it's been around like almost 30 years, 25 years. Yeah, 25 now. years this year. Right. And so, uh, it was B-Boy stuff. It was like DJ battle. Yeah, they had Graph. Graph. They yep. had everything, like performances. It was the same four element thing that the Scribble Jam had. Mm-hmm. Columbus had their own thing. And so me, being from Columbus, but I was living in Cincinnati and going to school in Springfield, I was soaking in all of the scenes shit who had some shit like this. So I go to the expo after I see the shit at Grushak and now I have a crew now. Now mm. I it's like me and Bus and, and Jermaine. It's like, mm. okay, now we're a greenhouse. Yeah. We don't have no records, but we wanna we wanna see what the scene is about. So now I'm getting them to come out. Mm. We go to the expo, we see you mm. killing it. Yeah. At like 15, 16 years old, Illogic wins the battle. And it was a lot of dope cats in the battle. It was me and Riz in the finals. Yeah, was it? Yeah. I thought, did you have to beat uh Fathom? I, I had you to beat, beat Fathom. Fathom, I beat him. And then um, Riz. And Riz was Riz was in the finals. finals. Okay. Man, For some man. reason I thought Fathom was in the finals. But I knew was, you battled Fathom. Was mad. Too. He was salty that I won. Too. Yeah, he was bad you were on fire that battle, man. <laughs> so I saw the logic at this battle. And this was like This before you, we knew each other. Yeah, before we knew each other. Yeah. If you won this battle, then you were basically the guy in Columbus yeah. until the next For that expo. Year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so he won this battle. And I remember I was throwing a show down in Springfield. Uh, where I went to school, a yearly show. And at that show, I was like, yo, man, you're really dope. Uh, you killed the battle. If you got a crew, I got this event. Um, would you come down and perform? Mm. And that's basically how we kind of got in contact and how we met. I met, uh, um, and then I think you were throwing a battle at your show, at your school, right? At my school, yep, yeah, in Jermaine. Yep, and then Jermaine went down, and because he was an alumni, saw the battle, and he was like, okay, yeah, I got to introduce <laughs> you to the print. And then yeah. we met at the expo, mm. and the rest is, you know, I brought you guys down for the, that show. And uh, that's kind of how rest is history. the rest is history. Yeah. But I don't think I had battled in public prior to that ever. I think I was just kind of a freestyle by myself kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think I even started contemplating battling until maybe 99 when I started really when we started performing mm-hmm. and I started really seeing like, yo, if none of us can freestyle, 
somebody's gonna come to a show and challenge us and we're gonna be yeah because we used to at, at your um at your apartment we used to just sit for hours and, ba- and just freestyle. Yeah, freestyle we would battle each other yeah i remember the first time i got you with jermaine <laughs> high man <laughs> Yeah, the I was acting crazy. Weed. <laughs> Dog, you were so obnoxious. I know, I know. I never forget that. I was, was wild. I like would not let hours. him live because he wouldn't battle me back. I was just high, just trying to battle him. Just oh, that was hilarious. Such an asshole. So fucking funny. I didn't know how to interpret the weed though. I was high. I was still trying to figure it out. Hey man, but you was open. Yeah, was I ever super open? Mine was. <laughs> Yeah, there was nothing. I felt like the second time I got high, we was at Bernie's, mm. and that was an open mic too. Yeah, and I remember, just went in. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, I feel like Jackie Chan. Like, <laughs> I feel like I could do anything. Like my freestyle. I thought I was like, oh, it's got to be crazy. I don't know if it was crazy or not, but it felt crazy. Yeah. But yeah, like we used to battle each other and freestyle in at at my apartment all the time. And then I remember the remember the uh snaps and taps battle yeah snaps and you taps. and i were in the finals i think i beat you in the finals you probably did I, I, yeah, yeah that was probably like the own that was the first organized battle but that was like local mm-hmm. and so it didn't really can it was like a, a part of the show mm-hmm. that was a part of the battle i never got into expo battles until later on um after i had done and but then that year we were doing we were performing at the scribble 99 yeah and uh I think we played on Thursday night and they had to battle on Friday or Saturday or mm-hmm. we played on Friday. And, it, and I was just like, yo, man, we should just go for the gusto all weekend. Mm. And I was like, yo, we got a merch table at the joint. I'm just going to get in the battle. Yeah, you got in the battle that year. Yeah, and it yeah. was like 82 MCs. Yeah, it was crazy. And that was my first quote unquote real organized battle. I had never really, you know what I'm saying, like got in those real battles like that. And then uh, I came in second place. Yeah. Even though I didn't really know the format of battling like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just, there was moments when I was in that battle and I looked out in the crowd and I was like, holy shit, what did you get yourself into? <laughs> yeah, because it's one of those things, man, where, yeah. where you just look out. Because I remember when I battled at the expo and this was the first time I had ever really been on stage like that. Like I had done, yeah. I had performed at churches and stuff. Like I wasn't, I wasn't performing yet, you know? So yeah. I'm looking out and it's, you know, three, <laughs> 400 people looking at me. Oh. And it was, yo, it and, was. And you got to come off the top. Off the top. That's what people don't understand. It's easy to perform a yes. song that you know in right. front of 300 people. But off the top. A thousand people, like the, the Scribble Jam I did, that yeah. was like 1,500 people in yeah. there. And I had never been in front of that many motherfuckers. This was before I had toured with Atmosphere mm. or anything. And I just remember like, wow, everything I'm saying, they can hear it. Yeah. I can't bullshit anymore. And they're reacting. They're reacting. So if it's whack. Yeah. And so I want to add on to like another part of this is that even though I came up in the Columbus scene, Mm. I was living in Cincinnati. Right. So I was also privy to Cincinnati's battle scene. Yeah. When I first got to Cincinnati, they were having battles on B-Boys Underground. Remember on. uh, Yeah, because I used to go up there when I was in college. Yep. uh, B-Boys Underground was G Fresh, Mr. Dibbs and uh, nobody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they were basically like they had this community access hip-hop show that'd be on friday nights from like 10 to 3 in the morning or something long but they would have local battles on air live and that was where i started really peeping it and then top cats kind of came and as top cats came right as bernie's came in columbus Mm -hmm. and so you had these two open mic weekly events and but top cats was different because top cats had a battle tournament literally every week Mm. and so 
it didn't matter if they had four guys sign up, they would just do four people. If they mm-hmm. had 16, it'd be 16. If it was 32, it'd be 32. See, I never ex- I never got to experience the Top Cats. Oh. I never got to really experience Top that. Cats is where I really got my blade sharp because mm-hmm. I was I was battling Top Cats maybe a few. It took me about three years for I lost. Mm. I didn't lose at Top Cats until we started touring uh. and people started knowing who I was. <laughs> right. They having having aren't having mad ammo. Oh man, <laughs> I never forget that feeling. My uh. guy, and it's my guy now, my guy Agile. He comes out to our shows and he lives in Austin now, I believe. Shout out to Agile for listening. Uh, he's from Cincinnati. I remember the first time I lost. He just he was hitting me with punchlines, the soul position songs, <laughs> everything. I was like, this ain't fair. <laughs> yeah, man. I got mad. This was when I was drinking. I people started booing me mm. I, st- I was like fuck y'all and i just moon the whole crowd i dropped my pants i just moon everybody like fuck y'all and stormed off the stage mm. <laughs> i was mad that was my first time losing the fucking public battle that's crazy but back then that's when you knew you had kind of made it because yeah. when of, people had ooh. had information on you ooh. when they could they could google you you yeah, know what yeah. i mean intel on me yeah. i was like oh this is my man's too yeah. and he just roasted me like yeah. see when i was in high school i i used to organize battles in yeah. high school we have them once a month and um it was it was it was probably about maybe 10 or 12 mcs yeah you know what i'm saying that would battle every month and i would always set because i I organized it, but I had to get I had to get in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to get in it. So I would always set it was me and one of my other dudes, and I would always set me and him on the ends of the um brackets. Of the brackets. <laughs> so we could just chew everybody the and, number one seed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> number one seeds and just chew everybody and be in the middle. And that's and that's how I met Jermaine. Yeah. Cause I made sure to to schedule a battle. Cause our battles like cats would skip class. Yeah. Like it was it was popular as fuck. You know what I'm saying? It was real popular. And um yeah, that's how I met Jermaine on that alumni day. We was battling and he was there and after that it was like, yo, y'all wanna y'all wanna do a shot? I'm introduce you to my dude. And, yeah. Here we are. Hell yeah. Here we are. No, that's dope. So that's that's the history. Yeah. So we're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about just like our highlights, lowlights, craziest shit we ever seen. And uh, we'll be right back. Yeah. It's officially winter. And that means one thing. Super duty tough work hoodies are officially back in stock. That's right. Super duty tough work hoodies are officially back in stock. We've only had hoodies available once before, last winter, and they sold out in less than a month. For those of you who missed out on those hoodies back then and have been asking about them ever since, don't sleep. This time around, the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is black with blue print. As usual, we have them available in all sizes, but quantities are limited. To order, go to waitlist.net right now and order yours before they're gone all over again. Once again, Super Duty Tough Work hoodies are back in stock at waitlist.net. That's W-E-I-G-H-T-L-E-S-S dot net. Thank you for your support. Back to the show. Well, well, well. We're back. This is a fun one. Yeah. This is a mad memories. Yeah, man. Mad memories. We should have done this a while ago, but uh, I'm glad he reminded us of this topic, man. Yeah, man. And so this is the battle episode for those at home listening, uh, watching. We just taking a trip down memory lane and talking about, you know, our history and our experience in battling. So now we want to get into like the highlights, highlights. the wildest shit we ever seen, uh, the dopest shit we ever seen. And uh, our participation, our highlights of our own battling and freestyling and shit. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get it started 
right. with a funny ass memory from battling. <laughs> This is this is what I ain't gonna tell the whole story. Okay, but the the, the one was of, I there? Yeah, you was there. Okay, okay. This is it's many 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 memories, yeah. man. So one of the most bugged out stories I can say is like us versus the third. <sighs> so for those, who, there's a crew from Columbus called the Third who we had a uh, battle rap beef with back in the day. Yeah, but one of the funniest little details of that whole thing, right? So like, so they do a diss track about us, right? Mm-hmm. We invite them to battle and catch them on the phone saying they scared to battle us, right? We record it and we put it out. Yeah, we, we Linda ba- tripped them. Yeah, we Linda tripped them and we basically won. And then we ethered them with the track, killed them with the track. And uh, But we had the Columbus Expo coming up after that. <laughs> yes. And everyone in the, in the inner circle knew mm-hmm. the tension. It was going down. That was going on because <laughs> it's rat beef. Right, right. So the funniest part is I got it. That was the first year, the only year I got in the expo battle. Mm-hmm. I get in the expo battle that year, I guess, because we was battling in real life anyway. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. And so the first round, Storm mm-hmm. knows that there's beef between us. <laughs> Storm says, first round, oh. we got Blueprint versus Rashad. <laughs> I'm thinking, now it's a guy named Rashad right, in the third. Right. I'm thinking, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm over here doing this. Finally. Like, oh, it's about to in go. In front of down. a thousand people, right. I'm going to crush him. I couldn't wait, right? Mm-hmm. I get up there, it's some little 16 year old kid. <laughs> Name Rashad. Name Rashad. Yep. Not the Rashad that I thought it was. Meanwhile, because when he said it, they already had my mic. I was like, hell yeah. No. So I was and like, the crowd knew too. The People crowd in the crowd knew. knew. I look out to yeah. my life, to my right, you know, because I didn't see the, the other, the, the fake Rashad. We'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I look and I see the Rashad that I think it is in the crowd with the rest of the third. Uh-huh. And I'm like, bring your bitch ass up here. <laughs> What are you doing out there? Oh, God. Let's go. This is some funny shit. Oh, man. Then, <laughs> I remember this. They giving me the middle finger like, fuck you, nigga. Because <laughs> I got the mic in my hand. I'm right. just talking shit yeah. on the stage because I really think that they finally set up the battle everybody wanted to see. Right. You know, like, this <laughs> Rashad. And then they're like, no print. Hey, this is Rashad over here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> This little dude gotta get it. <laughs> he got, I gotta kick his ass first. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've started all this tension in the jam because I've been talking shit to these dudes on stage. Right, <laughs> right. On the stage, right? I beat the dude, and then then I go on and I end up battling Jakai, mm-hmm. like in the semifinals or something of that battle. And uh that shit was hilarious because people thought me and Jakai weren't cool. Right. So they yeah. were like, oh shit. It's going Jakai, down, oh, Jakai yeah. versus Blueprint. They didn't know me and Jakai were mad tight. Right. He would come over here all the time. We'd be in the basement kicking it, mm. bugging out. And uh, he won. But it was a funny ass fucking battle. And I was just like, you know what you expect, man. Mad short jokes and shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, I didn't think I could beat him in a battle, but it was like a fun and I've seen Jakai do some shit to some people. Oh yeah, I've seen him destroy. Which I'm going to talk about. Like that's a I've highlight seen him too. Destroy mad uh, people. But man, he was such a monster back then mm-hmm. to battle, and uh, that was like that was one of my highlights. Like the wrong Rashad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I think when you were battling the fake Rashad, yeah, you I was, was t- talking shit. <laughs> yes, I was. So like if Rashad. you was the real Rashad, then I would. Yeah, I was. <laughs> 
I was giving him lines. Was giving as him if, bars. Like I was so mad he was a stand-in right there. Like, oh, you got me, Storm. Like Storm really got me on yeah, that. He knew what he was he doing. He knew what he was doing. He was snickering when he when he said that shit. I was like, why are you laughing? This is serious. Yeah, I'm about to bust this motherfucker's ass. Like <laughs> Yeah, that's funny shot. as hell. Yeah. Oh, man. So I'll let you go. Oh, okay. So one of my one of my fondest memories. I don't know if this was a early scribble or if it was just a night that they were having a big show and everybody was in Cincinnati, but it was me and idea battle. Okay. And I don't know if you were there or not, but I, I um, wasn't there. I definitely wasn't there. I don't remember that. But, um, I know like buck 65 had recorded it. There's a tape of this battle somewhere. Okay. And, um, they set it up to where again, me and idea was on the opposite sides <laughs> yeah. of the, of the, of the uh, bracket and kind of chewed everybody to the end. Me and idea, we went about six or seven rounds because the crowd could not decide. Yeah. And every time we were like, one more round. And after a while, he ended up beating me. Yeah. But yo, it was it was just, it was very heated. And I, I got to find whoever has that tape. <laughs> I didn't know that shit existed. Yes, yes. I don't know where the fuck I was at. I don't I, understand. I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea. Because I don't remember that. Because like, yeah, me and him never even battle. All the hanging we used to do, yep. not even in joking. We would just be like, nah, I ain't fucking with him. Yeah, y'all, y'all, was te- y'all was double teaming motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's what it's like. Yeah, we never battled. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me throw down another one. Another one of my favorite uh, moments is like, I'm going to say Jakai versus Open Wound Saga. Mm. This is some Columbus history saga mm. that people might not even know. So, Open Wound was nasty, too. Oh, uh, so I think this might have been in 2000 and uh, 2000. A guy, you know, you already had the hierarchy set, like we said, like, you know, the megahertz had like copyright and Jakai, these crazy fierce battlers who people didn't want no parts of. And they had records out. They had records out. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't fuck with them. And they right. were the young cats too, the right. nasty dudes. And so the expo battle was where you got to show and prove. So out of nowhere, this dude comes into the scene named Open Wound. Dreads. His name was, uh, gosh, wasn't it something? Something chestnut. He had a. I can't remember his real name. Yeah. Cool brother. Mm-hmm. He comes into the scene with all these dudes who are established, know who they are. He moves in from New York, and he starts slaying <laughs> everybody, destroying cats. He pops up on Prism's records, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Who is that?" Oh, his name is Open Wound. That's a weird name, right? right? But you don't forget it. Right. Then you see him live at an open mic and he's just got this <laughs> mystical presence. Yeah. He was like a shaman yeah. or some shit. Black he, shaman. He wore like the uh, the hammer pants. Yes, and like, long well, sweeper coats like yeah. Morpheus and shit. He had yeah. the Morpheus jacket yep. and dreads. Yeah. <laughs> right? This was back in this was back in the day. Yeah. He would have like a Morpheus jacket, wife beater, big ass baggy pants on, just dread, just like, but his style was just like mystical and magical and yo, he yeah. was nasty. Open wound. So open wound starts like bubbling. He starts coming up. That the expo battle that year, he ends up getting into it and he battles copyright. The first year, copyright got into it after blowing up, mm-hmm. right? And he beats copyright. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh. <laughs> right <laughs> this say is the, it ain't so. say it ain't so copyright lost this battle to this new guy mm-hmm. from out of town and this new guy goes on to win the whole battle mm-hmm. he had, he beats like scandal i don't know if you remember he had this line against scandal in the finals where he said yo he said i'll punch a hole in your stomach climb inside and rhyme from inside of you or something like yeah. this remember that battle yeah yeah i remember that <laughs> this was in like 2000 dog he was for off crazy. the head off the head yeah he had so many nasty lines about people he went he goes on the wins expo battle 
He's in heaven. Everything mm. is good. I remember he, we, me and him were talking about doing music. He was kind of about to roll with us on some yeah, waitlist shit. Yeah, because he would shit. come down and we would, yep. it, with our freestyle sessions. Yeah, he was we, part of the waitlist yeah. freestyle session. So he would come to Cincinnati, uh, True Skills. He was, was True Skills, who was our DJ then. Mm. I was stoning beats. We are about to do some music together. Now, all seems good <laughs> until you know how things work. <laughs> Jakai the Motor Mouth, who was not there. Mm finds out mm. that one of his members and his crew lost to somebody he ain't never heard of. Mm. He tight about it. <laughs> He's like, who? What? Open what? Open. Yeah, I'll see about that. Right. This goes on for months where Open Wound is somewhere and Jakai's not there. Mm. Jakai's somewhere like, who's this Open Wound guy? Open Wound's not there. Until one fateful evening at the worst show we ever had, which was we threw a show with greenhouse megahertz and one other group i can't remember on um block party weekend remember that oh, show or, or or icebreaker weekend yeah and it was dead it was dead like icebreaker weekend in columbus was when all school came back and so everybody was on campus and you couldn't even drive right. we threw a show like some dumbasses. no one could get to the show because you couldn't even drive down the street or park and uh so our show was dead so no one was there i had like a mini disc full of beats mm -hmm. it was so that's just freestyle for hours it was all the performers there no fans this shit goes on jakai is there mm. frank is there mm. uh i think copyright yeah, was, there. Copy was there we were there bus was there like wait so it was basically just waitlist and megahertz there at this point it was probably midnight mm. we knew no one's coming out we we're just freestyling kicking it man in walks open, open wound <laughs> unsuspecting yeah. that Jakai has been looking for him for months. <laughs> Jakai is already drunk. Yes. Like hella drunk. Oh man. And he used to go in. Obnoxious. Yeah. And so Jakai was freestyling already for hours before Open Wound got there. Mm -hmm. Open Wound walks in. Hey, what up? He daps and hugs everybody up, unsuspecting, gets on the mic, kicks his rhyme. He's sounding good. Everything is peace until somebody says, somebody taps Jakai and says, <laughs> That's Open Wound. That's Open Wound. <laughs> That's Open Wound right there. <laughs> Bad move. I have never seen <laughs> things go so badly in my life oh. so quickly. Jakai basically cut through everybody and just starts bullying this guy into one of the most uh, disrespectful battles I ever seen in my motherfucking life. I don't think I saw Open Wound anymore really after that. He was doing everything from wiping his ass on him to doing just grabbing his nuts. <laughs> it and, was bad. Yeah, was like bad. he was punking him, pushing him, like he bullied him mentally, physically. Like, I've never seen a guy get beat that bad mm -hmm. who was at such high heights <laughs> right? prior to that. Yeah. It was like he didn't know what hit him. I, we knew what Jakai was capable oh, yeah. of. Yeah. We were like, yo, yeah. if Jakai is drunk and he's battling, you don't want to battle him. He won't give up. He's funny as fuck. And his freestyle is incredible. And he doesn't stop. No. He will not stop no matter if it's your turn or no, not. No, he'll he, cut you off. Yeah. You won't even get to run. Nah. Man, this was one of the most disrespectful battles I've I've never seen anything like that. No, ever. And uh, like you said, open wound was like never to be seen again. <laughs> yeah, he disappeared. He dog. literally was like, "What happened to that guy?" Yep. But the people who were there that night, all ten of us knew 
This guy got his, he got broken. Yeah, he broke him. <laughs> he broke his spirit. Yeah. He didn't want to rap anymore. The Morpheus he, Colts wasn't doing it. No. <laughs> it was not, was not cutting it, it man. He was it. not cutting it, man. Like, he was like we, Morpheus when he ran into Agent Smith now in yeah. the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> they had him tied up in that shit. That's how he did, my man. He <sighs> had him just done. It was all bad. Oh, but that's one of my fondest fucking memories of Columbus. See, that's, that, now that's Columbus. Now, I'm, yeah. I'm going to talk about one of the most historic battles. Mm-hmm. That I have ever heard, and that's the Hobo Junction versus Hyro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a classic. Oh my God! If you have not heard this battle, look it up. It's pro- I think the audio is on YouTube. Oh, definitely is. Yeah, the yeah. audio is on YouTube. Yep. Hobo Junction versus versus Saphir. Yeah, really. Saphir yeah, was the really, only one who rhymed. Yeah, Saphir and and basically Saphir and Casual. Wasn't yeah, it? it was supposed to be Saphir and Casual. He started crushing Cavs, and the rest of them started trying to jump in, and he was just serving all of them. Oh, man. Saphir was so uh, on but fire. What people got to understand about that battle was like, prior to that battle- They were cool. They were cool, and you never saw guys with record deals- Battling. On the air. Yes. Off the top. Mm-hmm. Like, this was some unprecedented shit that they both, both crews agreed mm-hmm. to get on the air and put everything on the line. Yeah. And Saphir went in there and upset him. He felt oh, upset. Yeah, Saphir. I mean, if you've never heard Saphir, look up Boxcar Sessions yes. on YouTube and listen to Light Sleeper. Listen to um, um, uh, Hobo Circus. Like, that album is probably one of my most favorite albums of all time. Oh, yeah. But yeah. You got to look that up. This battle. And it, and it went on for like what like a, like it's a good thirty to forty five minutes. Yeah, but he was slaying on the majority was slaying. of it. They couldn't even get no real bars oh, out. Oh man, it was it, so good. Yeah, so yeah, that was a classic. Classic. I'm gonna tell another classic. This is one I talked about in my book Word is Blog. If you got Word is Blog, then you know about the. Oh, I forgot about Kalamazoo. <laughs> yeah, that's in What a Night. Man, I got mad classic battle stories. Okay, we'll do, we'll do both of those. So Kalamazoo was, we go out there, because me and you have been slaying Kalamazoo yep. in prison for like a year or two, yep. getting money, mm, happy as shit. Doing it right. Doing it right. And then eventually they're like, hey, you know, come at, come, we want to bring you out to perform if, with uh, before this battle and so i'm like okay cool no problem they bring me out to perform for this battle and it's just me and groove we mm-hmm. didn't even bring you that yeah, time yeah, we were like fuck it me and groove just go get the bag fuck it we go and then we're like it's easy money and then we remember that this is like right outside of detroit uh, i think this is post eight mile mm-hmm. so now battle rap is bigger yep. now cats want to everybody want to right. battle there was 400 people in there to watch this battle and i was thinking okay all I got to do is just bring 50 people of mine, 100, just to watch my show. Because I'm just going to play a few songs before the finals and get my bag. And then I'm I'm out. Mm. Easy money. Wrong. I thought I was wrong. <laughs> Not easy money. So, <laughs> so my goofy ass, we, me and Groove get up there. And they put us, we tried, we wanted to go on at the halfway point. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll put you on at this. It's thirty-two dudes. We'll put you on the sixteenth point. We're like, cool, cool, cool. Then it's like, oh well, no, we'll put you on at the point where it's eight. Okay, cool, cool. No, we'll put you on the point where it's four left. We're like, this is gonna be bad. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, we'll put you on right before the finals. We're like, ah, people are gonna hate us. Those were the worst. Ah. So they put us on right before the finals. Soon as Groove gives the jigga jigga, boo. (laughs) I start hearing that. I was like, what am I hearing? Cause you know I had never been booed really to that point in yeah, my career. Yeah, it's like are they booing Groove? 
you know, because I it was I didn't internalize right. it yet, right? Because I hadn't even rapped. I was standing to the left of Groove with the mic in my hand while he's playing the intro cut, and it was a dope intro. We had like <laughs> mad routines. Yeah, we had mad routines, man. We had that because we were using uh that tribe called Quest. Hey, sucker, nigga. Oh yeah. We had the original to that where we 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 would flip from that into the sample from like a remix to inhale, and then we would go to inhale over that, and it was like the nastiest routine. But we didn't even get to it. <laughs> because this first two rows of dudes just gave us such a heavy course of booze. We was, I was like, oh, I looked at Groove. He was confused too. Like, why are they booing me, <laughs> like, fam? What the fuck? Yeah, so they're booing him. And I'm like, damn, they booing my DJ. It comes time for me to rap. It's a lot of people booing now. Mm. And I'm just like, they're just booing. They don't want to hear. They're just booing for the, for the sake of booing. I didn't even get to get, I, I might have done two bars. Mm. And I could just see so many dudes in the front just looking at me like, Grilling. get the fuck off stage. And something just snapped in me. Mm. And I was just like, you know what? Turn the beat off, Groove. He turned the beat off. I said, hey, man, I don't know who what y'all think this is, but I'll serve any one of you motherfuckers <laughs> in this goddamn building right now. I promise you, none of y'all can fuck with me. Y'all in this battle, y'all just start battling. Man, I've been battling. I'll eat any motherfucking one of y'all up so anybody who got a problem or want some shit step up step up on the stage right motherfucking now i wish i was there dog <laughs> 30 people rush the stage 30 big motherfuckers too i wish i was there for this so i'm like damn this is all these people this is like some shit out of a movie i didn't expect that many people to come up here mm. but it's basically all the dudes who lost mm -hmm. were the ones booing me starting all the booing because they were mad they lost and they had to sit and watch me rap mm. So they get on stage and it's just chaos. The hosts are running in because it looked like it's about to be a fight. It looked like they're about to jump me, really. Right. It ain't look like it's about to be a battle. <laughs> I'm solo. Groove's still behind the tables. And so <laughs> this is fucking so the crowd is just like it's pandemonium in there. <laughs> and so I'm like, look, I'm about to just start talking crazy. So I just start talking crazy, pacing back and forth on the stage, <laughs> talking to myself. Like, yeah, who wanted you motherfuckers ain't gonna want me. <laughs> Cause you know in the hood it, You either gotta do some shit Or act crazy So I'm like Let me just start acting crazy So no one snuff me In this motherfucker So I'm pacing back and forth Talking reckless about I'll fuck anybody up in here mm. And then I'm Then they So they finally Calm down the stage Dudes trying to get in my face I'm like yeah You, you won't get it too Motherfucker Whatever and so they finally pushed these dudes over there. And it's like 15 of them over there, hype men and everything. It's like literally that side of the stage was filled mm. with people who wanted to battle me. <laughs> who already battled. <laughs> it's me on my side of the stage by myself with the mic. <laughs> and I'm like, pick your best man. Fuck y'all. Pick whoever the best. I'm going to serve him. And I'm going to serve the rest of you bitch ass dicks later. <laughs> whoever wanted could get it. Right? This is crazy. I'm talking so crazy. You know? So, and then I'm looking at Groove, and Groove is just like, yeah, yeah, because I'm like, oh, they gonna let Groove DJ this shit? So I give Groove that nah, like, like you know dry, what it is, you know what it is, <laughs> yeah. So, give me some heat. <laughs> give me some heat. so heat. Groove digging into the crates and shit, and they, we let them go first. They pick their best man. You go, you got him. Yeah, yeah. They pick him. He goes. Groove throws on an eye beat for him. Mm. You know what I mean? He, he's he's eye. Yeah. He's eye. Right. I'm sitting there like, Mwah. I let him go. He finishes. Groove cuts the beat off. Groove hits me with the nastiest DJ Premier beat ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know the classic Primo. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nonsense. Like, yeah. man, I kicked the most flawless 16 bar freestyle on this dude <laughs> of my life. Maybe because the pressure was on. Right. right. There was not a single line that didn't end in a punchline. Mm. It was just like 
16 bars, every other line was a fucking crushing punchline. I even ended it. I dissed the judges <laughs> for, for looking at me. I dissed them too and wrapped the whole shit up with a bow at the end. Crowd goes wild. Like, holy shit. This motherfucker just crushed this motherfucker in front of everybody. I crush him and I'm just like, who else wanted? Who else? Now I'm, now I'm super hyped. You right. thought I was acting crazy before. Yeah, because you know. You know, like, I'm in the zone. Yeah, I'm in the zone. I look at Groove like, yeah, thanks, baby. I give Groove the wink or hit me with the hot track. And uh, I'm like, who else wanted? Who else wanted? These motherfuckers scurry off stage. That's super dope. They just dip. They didn't want no parts. It was one fat dude who said, well, you want some fat boy? Bring your fat ass up here. <laughs> I got bars for your fat sloppy ass too. I was talking crazy to him because he was the one who started all this shit. Man, that shit was one of the wildest shit. We got off stage. And it, I, so we got off. The crowd goes wild after mm. I served the last dude. I was like, okay, Groove, throw back that song. Groove throws back on the song we were starting with. I finished that song and I'm just like, peace. And everybody's like, and, and then the crowd goes wild again because I realized that you can't top that. Right. Right. So I finished my song. I got the fuck out of there. Went to the bar. They had to check for me. Like, here's your check print. I was like, hell yeah. I did one song. Battled one fool and got paid. Yeah. Like, good money. No, shit is classic, man. But yeah, that's a classic story. That's man. dope. That's but I got dope. I got mad stories. I could do this shit. This shit should be a two-hour episode. <laughs> this shit all day. Yeah, I got mad stories. Like, me and Idea used to run around and run up on fools. Mm. Like, because... Me and him used to be like the most like mischievous battle dudes. Oh man, y'all would just y'all would just <laughs> y'all would just go to go to ciphers and just look at each other like, yeah, let's yeah, you do ready? It. Yeah, yeah. Ready. and just start serving oh. dudes, just unexpectedly serving dudes. <laughs> See, because I, I stopped battling after a while. Yeah, like I got so deep into the writing, I just I, I didn't freestyle as much. Yeah, so I wasn't as sharp. So I, I did a lot of judging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't do no judging until oh one oh two maybe two thousand two. But I was still active battling up until maybe two thousand two until this first soul position came. Out. I was still just, yeah, just running serving. up on fools, you know what I mean? But it was like those memories, man. Uh battling was like the wild, wild fucking west back then, man. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was so dope, man. Like I could do more, but I know this episode is probably getting long as shit. So yeah. you know, we'll probably have to do a part two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, but that those are the highlights. Now we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about like the, the new dudes. Yeah, the new dudes, the current state of battle rap, what yeah. we think, because we get asked this question a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh we're gonna talk about that and we'll take a break and we'll come right back. Word. Over the last several months, as the podcast has been growing, people have been asking how they can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. 
that's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Illogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Illogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at waitlist.net. That's the word, waitlist.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So, there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. So yeah, we back. We back yeah. in this joint, man. The battle rap episode. Yeah. I hope y'all enjoying this this trip down memory lane. This is so fun. You know, there's more stories, but man, I don't want this shit to be like two hours. Mad long. Yeah. But um so now we want to talk about the current state of battle rap. We get asked a lot of like, what do we think about battle rap now? And some of our fans, uh, they are curious because we don't talk about it too much publicly. Mm-hmm. But uh I'll start with myself. I love it. I love it. Like I think that on one hand, you know, the the spontaneous element that we had to deal with is gone, right? Like mm. that whole show up, not know who you battling, not know nothing about them and being able to size them up and being able to win, see your angles right then and there and win a battle then and there. That shit is kind of gone. Mm-hmm. But what battle rap has become now is so much more sophisticated than what we used to do that I admire it. Oh, I mean, it takes so much skill. Oh, yeah. It takes, I mean, the memorization, mm-hmm. you know, the punches, the schemes. The performance the aspect. The performance aspect. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, people ask me who I think. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, I listen to more battle rap than I do rap records. Now. Oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah. in my mind, the battle rap community is the only community that's truly pushing forward the writing in hip hop. Yeah. Most of hip hop are just kind of dumbing it down more and more trying to make hits trying to make hits because they've got to worry about the beat and they got to worry about the course and all that shit battle rappers are pushing the art form forward you're talking about guys writing double and triple entendres Mm -hmm. you're talking about rhyme schemes that you don't even know where they're going until they get to the end of it you've got to piece it back together real advanced writing that i think any writer has to appreciate even if you don't like the subject matter yeah, because it's, right. I mean, it's all guns and drugs. Yeah, the gun know. bars are kind of... Yeah, gun bars are heavy. But even then, to make gun bars that interesting... Yes. ...takes a lot of fucking skill. A lot of Because skill. it's just a fucking gun. Mm-hmm. How interesting can you make this shit? I mean, everyone has been millions of punchlines. Yeah. Yet every battle, they manage to make that shit interesting. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I love it. You know, I, I really got into it maybe, I want to say, maybe four or five years ago. Maybe a little more. Yeah. Um, Lions Den was the first first um, league that I started watching. I didn't even really know about Smack. 
But I started watching Lions Den and getting getting familiar with those cats, getting familiar with Clips and Arsenal and Goods and and uh, Loaded Lux. But some of the writing back then, I mean, well, right now, um, it's it, it it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like, what's what's some of your favorite battles or lines that you know from some of the some of the most recent battles that you checked out? I don't know about recently. I'll say some of my favorite battles. Obviously, uh, Lux versus um, Calico. Calico, classic. Classic. You gonna, gonna get this say, work? Yep, I'm gonna say uh, Hitman versus Verb. Classic. Classic. Um, an unsung classic that I'm gonna throw out there is um, um, gosh, who's my guy from uh, uh gosh, uh, B Magic. I like B Magic. B Magic versus Chilla. Nice. That's Chilla's probably one lines. of the craziest scheme writers. Oh, Chilla's schemes be insane. Oh, crazy, crazy. Yeah, B Magic versus Chilla. B Magic versus um, what's my guy from from Pittsburgh? White Cat from Pittsburgh. Real oh, deal. Real deal. That's mm-hmm. kind of like a low key classic. Yeah. Because both of them had like classic rounds in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of a recent battle that was. I mean, shit. Mook versus Verb. Oh God. That was a great battle. <sighs> Great battle. I mean, Mook's last verse. I mean, I, I've listened to it multiple times. It's twenty two minutes long. Yeah, it's so long. How, the skill level it takes to write that and be entertaining, and memorize it. Yes, and perform it yes. with all these people in the room without stumbling, mm-hmm. without a right, like yeah. without choking. That shit is amazing to me. I still man. think Verb One though. I still got it tight, but I'm not mad at nobody. Think Verb One. I yeah. think I think it could. I think Verb can. Easily be Verve definitely took the first. Oh, easily. Second, his was, first was amazing. Second was debatable. I mm-hmm. feel like whoever you think won the second won that battle. Mm-hmm. And the second one, Verb had slicker. He had bigger lines. Yeah, I think Mook had more. Yeah, but he didn't have the bigger punches. Because Mook was second. Mook was trying to outwrap Verb. Right. And Mook is, I think Mook is at his best, just like his battle with Lux. Mook is at his best when he breaking you down. Yeah. simply in in real simple terms that everybody can get everybody can understand in the battle with verb he was being real intricate he was doing it was some reaches in there it was mad reaches oh yeah in yeah, there. yeah yeah you yeah, know definitely. what i'm saying so yeah that was that's one of my favorite i like yeah that. i'm gonna i'm gonna add hollow versus lux <sighs> classic <sighs> classic I'm, I'm gonna add lux versus clips classic when he bring out the paperwork on my head. <laughs> classic <laughs> i mean even even i mean even lux versus arsenal was was good it was good, but it didn't have the environment. Like, no, it didn't. And it didn't have a significance. Right. That like when Hollow and Lux battled, yeah. they were the two top guys, period. And Hollow hates Lux. Does he hate Lux? He, I don't know. I think, I, at I, that, I, I think at that point he yeah. did. I think at that at that time he really didn't like dude. Yeah, I think they did. I think you gotta hate a motherfucker to write what they write. Yeah, sometimes. You can't be friends with somebody and write that level of disrespectful shit about them, man. Because yeah, the way the way Arsenal be doing people. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. There's no way them people are his friends yeah, after they, those battles. Yeah, man. they can't be. Yeah. So like in then the Lux versus Clips, that was kind of like Clips was trying to be on the Mount Rushmore right. of battle rap, and right. he finally got Lux. Yeah, and Lux was just too prepared for him. Man. Lux is always too prepared. <sighs> the only battle that I've seen Lux lose, you know, like really lose, is Mook. He lost to Mook clearly. He lost to Mook clear <sighs> thirty clear. And I mean, yeah. and Lux, it's not like he had bad material. Yeah, it was he it was he had the wrong material for wrong that crowd. Material for the wrong room. for that stage. He 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 had the wrong approach to that battle. 
because uh, Mook just <laughs> so bad. Yeah. What yeah. about um, Kayshawn versus Averb? That's a classic body. <sighs> he. It's not a classic like, battle, but it's a classic body. I go back to that battle just to see him walk through him. Oh, just to yeah, see, yeah, just to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. I watch up to that line. Just <laughs> yeah, how he performs so it. Big, fuck around and walk <laughs> through him. Yeah, you know what? Me and uh, Kari were talking about this, and like K Shine might actually have the most bodies. Oh yeah, K Shine the most three O's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's on, he's no one has more three O's. Yeah, than he kills. Yeah, so he's like one of the most dangerous guys that people don't think of as being like Mount Rushmore guy. Mm-hmm. But you can't give him nothing. Like he'll come in and three O you. Yeah, easy. Like it ain't shit. Yeah. If he motivated, you'll get thirty. There's no, no problem. Mm-hmm. And he's got the most three O's, man. So another favorite of mine, I'm gonna throw out is like Daylight. <sighs> I love Daylight. And when, minus his antics, his yeah. bars. Oh man, his writing is crazy. Daylight versus Chilla. Oh yeah, that was crazy. <sighs> that was a crazy one. Daylight versus Clips. Crazy one. Crazy. Super crazy one. Uh, did Daylight? Daylight versus fucking um, uh, Head Ice. Oh, it was a one rounder. One rounder. Yes, that was a great one. Great. Yeah. Um, Daylight versus B Magic the same at the same um, was it B Magic? I don't know if I remember that one. Yeah, it was at it was at the same event um that um Hollow and um Lux was uh battling. Was that the Jersey battle? Yeah. No, oh yeah 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. That, that was a that was one where Daylight did the whole stage yeah. show. He, he did he the, had um, the, whole, the, the Matrix, Matrix thing. Show. Yeah. It was, <laughs> was it was dope though. That was hilarious. It was dope yeah, though. That was hilarious. Yeah. Daylight's bars be yeah. God. That's wild. Uh, but, Daylight versus Mike P. When he does the um the um the Street Fighter scheme. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was dope. I didn't think that was a classic thing. I don't think it was a classic, yeah, 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 but yeah, Daylight. Yeah. Oh yeah, Daylight's <sighs> rounds. Yeah. When he he's got certain rounds, uh, certain battles I watch just for his rounds. Oh yeah. And yeah, then, I'll skip people. Yeah, I'll skip people like I don't care who you battle. Let me just hear what you wrote. Right. Because this is some of the most clever shit I ever seen. Yeah, like, Daylight is nice. Great writing. But the, but our point is this. Yeah. <laughs> the battle rappers who are doing it now, in our opinion, are by far the best writers in hip hop. Yeah. Easily. It's not even close. And if, and if I'll even go so far to say this, if you're an MC and you're not at least peeking your head in to see what these dudes are doing with their writing, mm-hmm. then you're probably behind with your writing and you have no idea where, how far behind you are. Yeah. Cause I mean, just the, the wordplay, the schemes, the entendres. Yeah. Like, I mean, multi-syllabic rhymes, yep. the layering scheming, like, <laughs> Like cats will tell stories. Yeah. Like it's all kind. Yeah. I mean, it's it's some amazing writers out there. Yeah. And I mean, people, goods like oh, I love goods. Yeah. And like the guys who are simple to the guys who are super layered and intricate. It's like yeah. you can get a little bit of everything from it, man. And yeah. uh, you know, I I'm not one of these guys who's gonna sit around and say, "Oh man, they freestyle is whack. They ain't got no beat." It's like I'm not like that, man, nah. because I've been in the trenches. Right. Like I I don't think the people who have actually battled. Like we battled mm. can hate this new era because you were there when it gave like Scribble Jam gave birth to this. Right. Like you start talking about organized battles, which gave like Scribble Jam gave birth to Grind Time, which Grind Time gave birth to all these battles went on to URL and King of the Dot and all this shit. Like we were when when we talked to those guys, like one of the dopest things I ever got told was like when I met Matt Ills for the first time. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, Print man, he said, I don't even know if you know, but like y'all guys are the reason that we did this whole shit. That's dope. He said, seeing y'all do what y'all did at Scribble Jam when we was coming up, that shit inspired us to start this in these leagues. So you will always be an OG to us. Yeah, that's super like, dope. All of y'all. We had no idea. Yeah, none at all. Because we were just doing, we were just repping the culture, but we didn't know that battling 
could be taken and, and turned into its own culture. Right. And it didn't even need the other shit. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't know that some of the dudes that are battling now come from Scribble Jam. They do. Immaculate. Yep. Uh, Thesaurus yep. was there. Um, who else? Uh, yep. Uh, it's, a, it's a couple other dudes. They that all know. It's, they know. They know. They know that shit. Like, man. that's the you have the New York side, right? Which mm-hmm. was like the 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 murder mook mm-hmm. smack DVD side. Yeah. But Scribble Jam preceded all of that yeah. by t- almost 10 years. Yeah, easily. And and the culture of Scribble Jam, that the, the MCs you see like who can freestyle and do rebuttals like the hollows, mm-hmm. the DNAs, the the uh, disasters, yeah, clips. Clips like those guys, that style is a Scribble Jam kind of thing. Yeah. Where you can come in and out of written's, you can come off the top, you can see somebody size them up and have punches for them right then and there that's some shit that like we were at the beginning of that yeah we saw that like that we saw the development we saw the development of it and now it's this whole thing and it's like yo man this is dope yeah. dudes don't even have to write songs man yeah they could just be professional battlers yeah i mean and it's a lot of them that are yeah like lux will never have to put out a record again that's beautiful man yeah to be paid for your craft like that so yeah. paid heavily <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's this was the, fun. Yeah, that's the battle rap episode, man. Okay. <laughs> it's been dope, man. So uh I hope y'all got something out of this, man. I hope this, you know, made y'all laugh, smile, you know, and uh <laughs> you know, maybe we'll do a part two because there's so many stories, yeah. man. And we could probably do this with so many people that we know. Yeah. And have them tell the stories yeah. and some of the shit, man. But uh we thank y'all for listening to us, man. If y'all are on the social medias, we on the gram. Here's yep. what uh topics there. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work. <laughs>